You're listening to the 12-2 Leadership Podcast. 12 minutes, two takeaways, empowering you to pursue excellence in all you do. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining me on 12-2 Live today. Um, we are at the start of a new quarter. Well, we're at the end of an old quarter. It's it's the end of March right now. So we're we're wrapping up this quarter. And whether you approach your goals from a quarterly mindset or a 12-week year, so to speak, or you approach your goals from an annual mindset, the end of a quarter is always a great time to step back, to assess the goals that you've set for yourself and to assess where you've gotten with them. So So let's check in, right? Whether you need to set a new 12-week year or you need to refocus your annual goals, what goals have you set for yourself over this past three-month period since, since the beginning of January or the beginning of whatever period you're in when you're listening to this. Um, how are you progressing toward those goals? Are you happy with your results so far? Are you feeling frustrated or stuck in a couple of areas? Hopefully today's talk will help you to refocus and recenter to be able to pursue those goals with more strength, strategy, and success. Yes, I alliterated. Josh is going to love it. Um, so Like I said, maybe you're a person who sets annual goals. Maybe you're a person who sets 12-week annual goals. Doesn't matter. Whether you have a running list of goals that you want to accomplish someday, that bucket list or that set of skills or that list of things that you want to grow to be better at, or you want to start from scratch. You're a person who just likes to blank slate it at the beginning of every new goal period. Now is the perfect time. So. You're preparing to start a new set of goals. First step, you sit down and you brain dump. Whether it's that list or it's that blank page, you get everything out of your head. Maybe it's, I want to become fluent in Spanish. I want to rewrite one of the books that I've been working on. I want to be able to do real pull-ups instead of banded pull-ups. I want to develop better relationships in my life with peers. I want to develop better relationships in my life with uh, people who are further down the road than me. I want to develop my career in this area. I want to develop my family relationships in this area. You know, you can build a huge, huge list. And once you've gotten that brain dump, everything you want to do to be, to work toward, to become, got it down on a piece of paper. Step one done out of the way right and and now i want to challenge you and this is the first takeaway in our two takeaway talk today take that giant brain dump list and sort your goals into categories because a lot of the time we say well i want to be able to do a pull up i also want to be able to do a handstand push up right and obviously i'm using myself for an example here at the beginning of january i really wanted to be able to do a pull up by the end of this quarter can i do a pull up right now no i cannot i am not even close but after i set my goals and i started working toward it i was doing some handstands to work on building shoulder strength and i realized that i really wanted to do handstand pushups too so now i had a split goal i had handstand pushups and i had pull ups but they're kind of similar you know They're both working out related. So I just kind of lumped them together in my head and left it alone. But here's where uh, this first takeaway can uh, help you out. If you identify which aspirational goals can be combined into tactics or benchmarks 
for the actual goal that maybe you haven't even acknowledged for yourself, you will catapult yourself forward and be able to develop a better plan to pursue the goal that you're trying to accomplish. So taking me, for example, if I had said, well, I really want to get better at pull-ups and I really want to get better at handstand push-ups because I want to be able to do the movements as they're prescribed for my workouts. Then I could say, hmm, so within the next year and a half, I want to be able to do a prescribed workout, which includes the weight that the coach sets rather than me scaling my own weight. It includes being able to maybe do a handstand push-up or maybe do pull-ups or something even more intense. And so I can say, all right, well, I'll know I'm progressing toward that goal if by the end of six months, I can do a handstand push-up. And by the end of nine months, I can do a pull-up because in my head, pull-ups are way harder than handstand push-ups. Don't ask me why. (laughs) So I've just taken these two unrelated goals, which pulled my focus away from the one that I had set toward the one that I hadn't set because they were similar enough that I thought I could get away with both of them. And I've said, okay, how can I turn these goals into aspirations into benchmarks, into tactics, into if I hit this, I know I'm proceeding or succeeding or making progress toward the actual goal that I have in my mind. So takeaway one to repeat, identify which aspirational goals can be combined into tactics or set as benchmarks. Easier way to say it, group your goals by category and uh, create a plan that flows through them. That's a long-term plan. So Now you have that whole list, right? Back on track. Time to ask yourself a few questions. We're going to hone in even further on your goals and get even more strategic because there's one thing that I personally miss a lot when I'm setting goals for myself. And I'm going to tell you what it is in a second. And I'm going to tell you how to not do what I do that's not good. So which of these things that I've written down moves me toward who I want to become? Easy question, hard question. Maybe you do know, maybe you don't know who you want to become. But I think a lot of the time, even if you don't have a clear picture of, hmm, in five years, I want to look like this. I want to have this as my job. I want to have my lifestyle look like this. I want to be making this much money. I want to have this many kids. I want to live here. Maybe maybe if you don't have that clear picture, you can still look down at this brainstorm list you came up with and you can say, hmm, well, me learning to be fluent in Spanish is really just, it's marginal. Like it doesn't affect this image of myself. Spanish is not a, uh, a tactic that I'm going to need at any point that I foresee in the future. It's just something I want to do. It's something I'm interested in. Or I could say, hmm, well, it doesn't really matter whether I finish this specific project that I want to work on this quarter. Like I want to finish it because I want that completion maybe, or because it's a a creative project that makes me feel or envision or imagine in some way, you know, whatever that project may be, maybe it's just housework, you know, maybe you've been planning to build a shed in the backyard and you set it as your goal for the quarter. You can look at that and say, Hmm, does this goal move me toward who I think I want to become or who I know I want to become? Will this shed actually help me out at all? Or do I need to declutter? You know, will learning Spanish help me out at all? 
Or is it an ego boost for me because I want people to compliment me on how good I am at speaking languages? Personally, I love learning languages, so I've chosen to make that a part of my goals moving forward. But there's a possibility there. You know, there's something to consider. So as you're looking at this list, you're going to ask which of these things moves me, moves me toward who I want to become. You're going to ask which of these things do I get the most excited about? You could even rank them, scale of one to 100, or number them. This is the most excited. This is the least excited. Maybe that shed makes number 99 on the list, and you realize, hmm, maybe I'm not going to build a shed this quarter. And then your wife comes up from behind you, or your husband comes up from behind you and says, oh, yeah, you're not going to build a shed this quarter? Hmm, let's talk about that. Sidetrack. Anyway, so you've got two questions. You've got which of these things move me toward the person who I want to become? You've got, which of these things do I get excited about the most? Final question, third question. If I had to only pick one goal off this list, which would it be? Now, this is the tricky part because that third question, that final question is really the only question. It's the key because you need to narrow your focus. I need to narrow my focus. Every time I set goals for myself, my average number is five or six. It's at least five every single time. I want to work on something in this area, and I want to work on something in this area, and I want to work on something in this area. And so I set a goal for each of these areas that I want to work on. I have never hit more than two. I have never continued working on more than two. So every quarter, I set myself up for frustration failure, disappointment, and distraction from the things that are really important because I did not narrow my focus. Here's the thing. You're going to be able to set up a whole new plan and a whole new goal in three months. Can you focus on one or two things for three months? Can you narrow your focus and make significant progress in a single area or two areas for three months and then move on to the next thing on your list? Maybe you don't work on Spanish for three months. You build a shed, and then in three months, you spend that whole three months doing 20 minutes of Spanish a day or an hour of Spanish a day. And then you've made significant progress in six months toward both of those things without pulling you from one to the other within that six-month period. So as you're, pre you're preparing for a new season of goals in progress, do yourself these two favors. You are going to identify which goals you have that can be just set as tactics or benchmarks along the way to the bigger goal that you actually have. And you're going to narrow your focus to improve in only one or two key areas at a time. You're not giving up on these other goals. You're just saying, okay, for three months, I am going to focus on this area. And then in three months, maybe you know I'm going to focus on this area next. Or maybe, you know, in three months, I can start over all again with a new blank page and set a whole new set of goals for myself. And it's going to be amazing. And it's something to get really excited about. So thank you for joining me on 12.2 today. I hope that this talk inspired you to pursue excellence in all you do. Join us every week on Wednesday at 12 for another inspiring talk, helping you to pursue excellence. Have a great week.